Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so... Thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is up and in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed him behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Jerzynski wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Pierzynski not only bangs in the Barrett, bangs onto the plate, and here they go. Step up to the plate for Hour 2 of the Hot Corner. Posebnik getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two piles. On 1080. Redemption help. Whoa. Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow, that's some pretty solid contact right there. The Fan. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that on the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan and radio.com. Speaking of podcasts. Yes, everybody who's angry, I posted the first three hours of primetime and maybe Joe posted the club. Yeah, it's up. It's up. God, get over it, guys. It's up and it's good. Get over it. Um, <laughs> uh, speaking of podcasts, the Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow as we uh, taste through some Chicha beers, a brewery that we've been kind of like f- lusting over the last year or so. Good catch because I think I knew what word you were going to say and you probably shouldn't have said it. No, I that we were fond. I was gonna say fond, ah. but I thought lust was a little more we're fondling over. Oh, <laughs> fondling! Ooh, hey we also uh, we've also gotten in contact with uh, one of the people who works down there. So yes, maybe we'll uh, we'll go down there at some point too. Yes, so download that wherever you get your podcast. Plus, we will taste uh, week two, technically week two day four day fifteen technically, but it'll yes. be the third time we have drank. Uh, our beer that bear that the, the kind friends at Barely Brewing made us beer of the week. There's still available. There's not a lot left, guys. So if you want any of that beer, uh, there's about 20 cases left, and I believe there's six four packs to a case. And there were 100 cases originally, right? Yes. So it's almost gone. Expected to be gone by the end of next week. So if you need some of that, uh, go to one of the two Barely locations and get that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna shift here a little bit. We're going to get off topic, 
and I'm really trying hard to stay focused as Clemente is there playing highlights on Major League Baseball of Clemente, and he's the greatest. Um, I'd also, also like to update that it's now 29-9 to 9 Braves, and it's uh, the seventh inning. I would like you to keep us updated on that, please, mm-hmm. Michael. It's up in front of me. Thank you. Um, uh, we shift over last week. We kind of just organically fell into this, but we all have teams that we're pulling for in the Eastern Conference of the NBA, correct? Correct. We've all got this. And I was worried going into today that it would just be me versus Mike, but Joe is alive. Damn right. Joe's alive. Kyle Lowry hit a big shot for the first time in his entire career. You know, that's just Kyle Lowry High in school, the playoffs. college, NBA. That's just what he does. <laughs> for the first time. He's a 10-year NBA he vet. He stuck his big booty out there and he hit the shot. <laughs> uh, for those of you that didn't catch it last week, Joe is Joe's horse in this race is the Toronto Raptors. Mm-hmm. My horse is the Boston Celtics. Mike is sitting over here pretty and relaxed because he's a Miami Heat guy. Yep. I will say my Miami Heat. I, f- I predicted it. I feel like I did influence Mike's decision a little bit on Sports Sunday when I did a uh, hate it or love it. The Miami Heat are going to win the series. I'm not sure you influenced it. It's just where the opinion became a reality. But I threw because out I the idea. You know, I was like, hey, that's a possibility. That could definitely happen. And you guys are like, yeah, Joe, you're right. It could happen. I, I like where you're going with what, this. Miami I'm pretty being- sure I was way more defiant than that, Joe. <laughs> what, Miami being the Eastern Conference representative? I don't no, know. I beating mean, the Bucks. Just like, beating the Bucks. Can Miami beat? Do you think Miami will beat the Bucks? Hate or love it, Miami will beat the Bucks. How many games saying? have been played on Sunday? Zero. It, it was, was before the yeah, series before it happened. Oh. This was two Sundays ago. Oh, two obviously. Sundays. I was like, yeah. this is four days ago. Yeah. <laughs> two Sundays ago. Two Sundays. Oh, look at you, look Mike. Look at the big brain on me. Jumping and on me. the heat wagon. And me. <laughs> Joe, the producer, he did ask the question. He did ask the question. He did ask the I question. Put it out there. Got to give I planted to the seed. Uh, and I chose the Celtics because I, I am a. I think you watered the seed. <laughs> you, were, you were the little water pot. <laughs> I'm a, I mean, I chose spigot. I chose the Celtics because I blatantly, blindly just love Jason Tatum, who did not have a great night tonight. And Brad Stevens. And I do love Brad Stevens, too. Uh, Jason Tatum's stats look good, but he had a lot of mistakes tonight. Right? There's no lie about that. Not like Westbrook level, but. Yeah, he had some mistakes. But he had some mistakes. By the way, pause. My favorite thing in baseball recently is the batter asking for the third base umpire to call if it was a check swing and then having him call him out and the batter being annoyed. Because <laughs> he's like, check it. Oh, like, yeah, I went, you strike went. out. And, and 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 who was that at the plane? Was that Cody? Cody Bellinger? Yeah. And how's, how's, how's he doing? I don't know, actually. Is it not good? I mean... Oh, uh, this is a basketball segment, Patrick. He's not the best player on his team. Go Raps. Ah, oh, he's hitting. Um, I mean, in fact, I don't even think he's fourteen. I don't uh, even think he's the third best player on his team. Oh, well, who's the best player, Mookie Betts? Uh, that would be Mook. Who's the second best player? Uh, that'd be Walker Bueller. Oh, I was thinking Hinders only. Okay. Okay, then I'll choose Justin Turner, and Corey Seager, Chris Taylor. Sure. Max Muncy. Sure. AJ Pollock. Sure. I'll take them all. <laughs> Will Smith. Gavin Lux. Gavin Lux. For sure. Let's go. I want to get back to basketball, Michael. Kike Hernandez. Ooh, I like Kike. His brother plays for my team. Um, <laughs> I like Caesar a lot. I do like Caesar. I didn't Caesar. know they were brothers, though. I don't know if they are either. I'm just assuming. And probably Hernandez racially is profiling. A very common last name. Probably just racially profiling, too, which makes me a terrible human <laughs> being. <laughs> His brother's on my team. I was like, what? I don't know. I think that. Anyway. We'll, we'll let someone. Anyway, okay. Bring it back in, Michael. 
Cesar Hernandez. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I still like the Celtics you in this seven-game series, okay? They're going to get the home court advantage. No, they're not. They're going to be on the road. They're not brothers. For game seven. <laughs> the first thing that came up Nobody was... Nobody said they were brothers, Mike. Get over this, dude. What is wrong with you, man? The first thing that Hernandez came up was... A, Hernandez is a common name, dude. Is should I start either or in fantasy baseball? <laughs> was the first article that came up. You got you got to quit just assuming things, Mike. It makes you look bad. <laughs> um, I do believe the Boston Celtics have a chance in the this Oscar series. Hernandez related to them as well. Oh my god! <laughs> Nobody can hear the noise you're making on the air. Dang it! It's just I was in the really room. Hoping they could hear that. It's just in the room. Can we talk basketball, please? Please. Yes. I do believe the Celtics will win this series. I think Toronto is putting up a good fight, but I think I think this is such an evenly matched thing that I will look at coaching, and I know everyone loves Nick Nurse. But I don't think Toronto has enough of a closer to beat Boston. I think Boston is, has a better coach with a slightly less roster. I will say that in the last few games that Pascal been more- Siakam is phenomenal i've been more impressed by the raptors energy um they just they, started so bad well they had a desperation because they were down 2-0 mm-hmm. and they came back and tied it at two and then you know celtics just destroyed them last game they made a three two I, I think the raptors are showing a little bit more of that want to than mm-hmm. the celtics are right now which would make me nervous if i was pulling for the celtics because that's what matters in game seven if you're both playing fine enough mm-hmm. who wants it more <clears throat> and right now the raptors want it more they do want it more. I guess what I think is Tatum was really sloppy today, and I can't expect him to be as sloppy next game. If Tatum's not sloppy, Boston wins that game in regulation, not in double over. Uh, debatable, but, I mean, sure, it's a possibility. <clears throat> yeah, and 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 I, I just think Boston's the better team right now. Now, if... Yeah, Toronto- I think Boston is a better built team, but it doesn't matter because it's going to game seven. It's going to game seven. Best best two words in sports, right? Uh, says the most generic people of all time, yes. <laughs> What's the score of the Braves game? <laughs> Did you know that the father of Cesar Teoscar and Kike Hernandez is Orlando Alduque Hernandez? <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> yes, I was waiting to drop that in. Because it was not Orlando Hernandez. It was Levon Hernandez, duh. He was the grandfather. <laughs> He was the grandfather. Right, because Levon Hernandez, his son, was El Duque. Yes. Gotcha. Even though Levon pitched after El Duque, Levon faked his age, so he was the grandfather. Wait, aren't they brothers? Wait, although on the real, though, Levon Hernandez is younger than El Duque? Um, I'll look I thought Levon was older of the two. I think Orlando's older, but I'll look. Got El Duque with that, just that leg kick. Uh, El Duque uh, currently 54. <clears throat> allegedly. Levon Hernandez currently 45. Yeah. Allegedly. I mean, that's a 10-year <laughs> alleged difference. I think El Duque is a little they bit were, older. They were peaking at the same time, and one no. guy's 10 years old. What are you talking about? Levon Hernandez was on the 97 squad, and he was great. That was his second year. And El Duque was on the Yankees in 98. Yeah. In what, his 10th year? <laughs> Looking in his first year. Yeah, see what I mean? Like, these guys <laughs> are the same age. That's a good point. 
I thought LJK had been around longer. They showed up at the same time, and one guy just magically is 10 years older than the other guy. <laughs> El Duque is 54. Yes. And Levon is 45. Garbage. <laughs> Grandfather and father. Grandfather and father. And Caesar, Kike, and Tioscar. Yeah, move over, Molinas. We got a new, we got a new pedigree in <laughs> baseball. And what was what was Fausto Carmona's real name? Wasn't he a Hernandez too? Wasn't he Roberto Hernandez? Roberto Hernandez, yeah. Cousin. Cousin. <laughs> Sorry for hijacking your basketball segment, but I thought that was very important information. It's all right, man. It's still twenty nine to nine in the bottom of the eighth inning. You know me, I'm just slowly but surely trying to turn this show into a basketball show, man. I just want the Braves to score 30, so that way it can be the most recent 30-run game besides the Rangers beating the Orioles by scoring 30 <laughs> runs. always well, got the Orioles on the mind. Uh, so go Braves. The first pinch hitter <clears throat> of the game was a Danny Echeverria, who still exists as a player. Oh, wow. And he singled. So that's uh, runner on first, one out in the eighth inning, 29-9. to nine. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Marcelo go. Zuna up to the plate. Braves scored 19 runs today, too. Or, excuse me, Brewers. Yes. 19 zip. That's, uh, yeah. What's worse, 19 actually... nothing loss or a 29 and counting to 9 loss? Uh, oh, I think it's 19-0. I think giving up 29 runs is pretty egregious. Scoring <laughs> 9, though, is like, hey, man, we kept fighting. They lost by 20. They're going to lose by 20. That's, that's one more than 19. Out. That's one more than 19. They, but they didn't get shut out. Yeah, but teams get shut out all the time. You don't always give up 29 runs in a game. And Interestingly enough, both teams did not score in the first. Milwaukee nor Atlanta. <laughs> in the most 2020 phrase of all time, agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Except for we're not being racist right now, which is really rad. Or debating about masks. Yeah. Hey, man, you do you, all right? Hey, you know, hey, you know, hey, you know, hey. <laughs> What was that? <laughs> just me and Joe talking. Mike, just sit back and push the buttons. I'm tired of this producer crap coming in and telling me how to run things. Joe and I are clearly doing a baseball show here. As Mike starts eating his food. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's stop piling on Mike. When we come back, the Yankees suck. This is the 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 818 here, Portland Sports Leader. Um, who is, who is the second baseman for the New York Yankees right now? DJ Mayhew. Who is the first baseman for the New York Yankees right now? Luke Voigt. Who is the third baseman for the New York Yankees? Uh, currently Miguel Andujar because uh, good old uh, Gio Urshela is on the I.L. That is incorrect. Guess who played third base today? Tyler Wade? DJ LeMahieu. Oh. I was, I oh asked, Wade played second. I was asking all those questions because I was hoping that you would have answered DJ LeMahieu in all of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> As I do have him on my fantasy team, and he qualifies for first, second, and third. Yep. Um, so let's get it. Let's get into this. And I was teasing you before the break uh, about this, and, you know, we've my been— My team a, is garbage. We've been on text message threads together of people kind of— 
kind of trying to light up the Yanks. And the Yanks are an easy target when they're not playing well. It's easy to make fun of them. But I, but I actually want to talk about this on a baseball on, on a baseball level because on paper, healthy, this team is a juggernaut. Pitching, there's a little bit to be desired, but the bullpen should be good, and you should be hitting. You should be twenty nine to eight right now, not yes. the Braves. Yes, or twenty nine to nine, whatever the score is. What is the score? Twenty nine to nine. Okay, that should be you guys. Right now, you are two games behind the Toronto Blue Jays. Yep, in the American League, uh, with still the best Vegas odds to make the playoffs. That's a Yankee thing. So <clears throat> I will give also the rest of their schedule is very easy. As I have as I have taken over this show many times over the last five years to lament, Mike, I turn this to you. Please tell me, is this what is going on? Is this salvageable? Is this short-term panic? Is this gonna be okay? Blah, 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 blah. All that kind of stuff. Give me. What the hell's going on with your baseball team? You guys should be dominating. Well, the Yankees started like hot fire. Hot fire. Super great to start the year. Giancarlo looked like the MVP, the Mike Stanton that we all love. And then Judge hit a bajillion home runs in two weeks. Yep. Um, And, you know, Torres was struggling and Sanchez was struggling, but it was fine. Here's what's happened. One, the injuries have struck again. Last year was a historic year for injuries for the Yankees and this year Brian Cashman managed that beautifully I'm just gonna let that go this year uh you had Stanton get hurt you had Judge get hurt he came back and got hurt immediately the next game because he came back too soon and he said he was good to go too uh LeMahieu got hurt Joe Rochelle has been hurt I think the LeMahieu one was really rough uh Zach Britton got hurt uh Chapman was on COVID list for most of the season thus far I imagine he likes to party um, there's also, I'm, I'm probably forgetting some now, but other players have also gone on the injured list. It's been a oh, Paxton Paxton got hurt too. And it's been just a, another year of an insane amount of injuries. And last year, what the Yankees did was frankly, I thought impossible. They still won games at the rate that you expected them to with a bunch of bench guys playing almost every day. Mm-hmm. And this I mean, year, that's where you saw Gio Urshela play well. Mike Talkman. DJ LeMayhew, for that matter. Sure. Because I don't think you signed him thinking he was going to be a huge factor, and he probably could have won the MVP last year. This year, you've had one player hit well uh, as an injury replacement. That's Clint Frazier. He's hit very well coming up this year, which is good for him because I like him a lot. Can't catch a fly ball. He's much better at that now. Uh, that was a weird, like... Melky Cabrera, one year of just forgetting how to play defense kind of thing, which Cabrera did for the Yankees, by the way, when in his rookie year. I remember I saw him in his MLB debut. I went to that game, and he dropped his first fly ball in center field, and it was like, <laughs> uh-oh, and he dropped a couple more. Um, outside of Clint Frazier, Mike Talkman's not having the season he had last year. Tyler Wade's not having a good year. Um, any player they've brought in to replace these guys <clears> is <throat> just struggling. Now, the guys who have stayed healthy, quote-unquote, Glaber Torres also missed a bunch of months. Mm-hmm. Gary Sanchez has still forgotten how to hit. Um, he has continued to not remember how to hit. He's batting 121 right now with seven home runs. They've started to that bench him. That doesn't make any sense. They've started to bench him recently, but he 
He's had some good at-bats, and they're thinking it might be turning around, and then he has one bad game, and he has a weak bat after that because he can't get out of his own head. He's actually catching pretty well this year. Okay. Um, defensively, he's been better. He's a much better framer, and he's actually getting a little bit better at blocking as well. And Garrett Cole is just heaping praise on him. So uh, I guess Garrett Cole really likes working with him, which is a good sign as a defensive catcher. Uh, Sanchez can't hit. Glaber Torres, before he went down with an injury, couldn't hit. He's batting two thirty four. Aaron Hicks can't hit. He's getting on base a lot. He's walking a lot, but he's forgotten how to hit. Aaron Hicks is tied with Luke Voigt for most games played. Yes, and Voigt is actually having a good year, but Voigt is now dealing with a foot injury that he's playing through. He's got 14 home runs, batting 271. Yes. With a 934 OPS. He's having a very good season. It's a nice season. But he also is hurt. He's just playing through it. I think he, they didn't say what it was. I bet she has like plantar fasciitis where you can play through it. It just hurts a lot. He's limping often. He can't run that fast down to first base. So a lot of the guys who have come up haven't played well. The guys who have stayed healthy outside of Voight are not playing well. Uh, The bullpen has been a disaster, an absolute disaster. Which shouldn't be on paper. Uh, Adam Adovino can't pitch. I don't. This is the weirdest thing for me as a Yankee fan. So they signed Adovino to the four-year deal after mm-hmm. he was great with Colorado. Mm-hmm. Last I year, like, I like Adovino a lot. Last year, statistically, he was very good. But every time I watched him pitch, he sucked. And it didn't mean he gave up a run. He was just not great. This year, that has come back to roost, and he just sucks. Chad Green, remember last year, he started. He was terrible. They <clears> sent <throat> him back down to the minors. He came up. He was awesome. Uh, he's terrible. Zach Britton's been really good. He got hurt. Chapman's pitched like four games and hasn't been great yet. He's not fully into the swing of things yet. And everybody else in the bullpen is just everybody else in the bullpen. They've had to bring up like eight guys from the minors from or from the taxi squad. None of them have pitched well. And starting rotation-wise, Cole has been good but not great. Um, he's had some great starts. He's had a couple of bad starts. He's been mostly kind of in the middle. He gives up one or two home runs a game. I chalked that up to COVID. Uh, he gives up, you know, also, Yankee Stadium, hard place yeah, to pitch. Yeah. Well, I guess Houston was, too. Um, I, I just chalk it up to not a spring training, not really comfortable yet. Paxton wasn't good, and then he got hurt. Tanaka's been fine, <clears throat> but they have a really weird pitch limit on him for some reason. Uh, Jordan Montgomery came back this year. He hasn't been great. The only bright spot for the Yankees right now, pitching-wise, is their young rookie, Davey Garcia, mm-hmm. has come up and has pitched wonderfully in his first three starts. Yeah, yeah. Very excited about him. So, basically, it's all of that together at once. Plus, when you start losing and the pressure is as high as it is for the Yankees, you start kind of getting that much harder on yourselves. It's just a confluence of events that has made them a 500 baseball team right now. And normally, you'd say regular season, it's 40 games. Ah, they'll be fine, right? Judge will come back. Stanton will be back. They'll, they'll all be back. They'll be healthy. And all of a sudden, it'll turn into a, a rolling train again. But you can't say that this year. Right. Because there's 18 games left in the season or whatever it is. And it's it's different. So I'm... I'm looking at everybody's <clears throat> excuse me. I'm looking at everybody's stats here. And the 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 baseline is gonna be 30 games. Okay. Okay. These are the guys that have played 30 or more games. You're looking at Luke Voigt, DJ LeMayhew, Gio Urshela, Aaron Hicks, Torres is one shy. Um so far, two of those guys Mike, you mentioned have already been hurt. <clears throat> Mike Talkman, Brett Gardner, Gary Sanchez, Tyler Wade. Okay. Tyler Wade has played 36 games. What is he hitting, like 180? 161. Gary Sanchez, 34, batting 121. Brett Gardner, 36 games. He's hitting like 190. Brett Gardner is hitting 165. Talkman, 32, 
238. You're like, oh, wow, a bright spot. <laughs> no. Aaron Hicks leads the team with Luke Voigt at 39 games. Aaron Hicks is playing, is batting 209. His OBP is really high, though. He does get on, but he's a big walk guy. His OBP is 377. So, yeah, that puts him up in the higher echelon, uh, definitely of the guys batting over or uh, playing over 30 games. I believe, real quick, real quick. He should be yeah, first on that. He's right? number one of guys over 30 games. I mean, like Giancarlo's on base is 453, but, he but he's only like, played 14 games. Yeah. Um, Luke Voigt, 39 games. He's batting 271. That's your shining bright. Yep. Gio Urshela, 31 games, 272. Not Urshela so bad. Urshela was great. Yeah. Not so bad. I mean, really, the. Urshela <clears> had a ton of big hits. <clears throat> the best player on the Yankees is DJ LeMayu. He's played 33 games and he's batting 355. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's necessary. It is injury when Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton are not in your lineup, especially as outfielders. And I know Stanton DHs. Uh, when you're missing that, that's a big piece. But it's all around, in my opinion. It's just something is not clicking in this team. And here's where it comes around for me. This team is too good to be playing this bad. And uh, remove Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stan. I'm talking the Glaber Torres's of the world, the Brett Gardner's, the Gary Sanchez's, the Luke Voits, that team is too good to be playing this bad. You know what you need, Mike? You need a manager. And right now, I don't think you have one. This is the first time I've had any <clears throat> sort of negative thoughts about Aaron Boone. I think Aaron Boone is a very good manager. I've been against you on that for the entire time. Mm-hmm. And um, I've been annoyingly, like, fun poking at you for it. But I do honestly believe I. this here, team is too good to be this bad. Here, here I think Aaron like, Boone is like, a... The Yankees are are bad. I think they are. They're not just not good. They're they're bad. They are. I think Aaron Boone is a very good manager. I think he does a lot of things very well. And I think because he's the Yankees manager, he hasn't had to deal with something like this because they don't lose in ways like this often. Sure, sure. This is the first time I've had the thought that he's not not that he's the wrong guy for the job, but he needs to tweak this. Because remember, this is only his he's still early in his managerial career. He sure. never managed anywhere before the Yankees. Sure. What is this, year three for him now? Um, year two? Year three? Three. Three, I think, yeah. Um, he's too nice in these situations, right? He's great about <clears throat> fostering a clubhouse environment. He's great at like get, getting to know all the guys and being on the right page. But And maybe this is just from what we see in the media and what he says to the, in press conferences. He He's like, oh, well, I still saw some positives today and just trying to keep the morale up and all that kind of stuff. And at some point... You got to drop the hammer a little bit, right? And maybe he does do that, and it just doesn't come out. Yeah, it it's doesn't possible. come out. I mean, he's he's kept everything pretty internal, um, which is something I do like about him. Yeah, I mean, that's Yankee business is just too exploited in the media. That's what he he's <clears> very good at all of that. Um, that's the one thing I wish is that he would come out and say, "Look, we're not playing well right now, and we have to change it." But he always has this little like this little positive tone to it, mm-hmm. and I just I, I hope that's not what is caused it to happen in the clubhouse now two days ago brian cashman came down to talk to them as you would say their real manager and he gave them a little pep talk and um, they didn't give too many details about it but he win one for the gipper he went and did did a talk and they wound up losing two to one uh but they won today seven to two and you know maybe that's like that extra step of like guys i'm your gm and i can trade you all Mm -hmm. like get your ass together 
Now he said, I said, oh, you're all here for a reason. I didn't make a trade at the deadline because I believe in you being part of this Earn team. those pinstripes. That's why you wear That's them. That's what he said. But I have a feeling Cashman is a no-nonsense kind of guy. His pedigree says so. So it's, uh, I have a feeling he went down there and was like, I will trade all of you if you do not turn this around right now. Yeah. He, he, he probably pointed, he's like, Tyler Wade, you're expendable. Brett Gardner, you can retire. Uh, Mike Talkman, you were a great one-year story. Bye-bye. You know, he could, he could point to every guy in the room and be like, wake the F up. So we'll see. Their schedule is actually not that bad <clears throat> the rest of the way. They played Orioles, Blue Jays. I think they do Orioles, Blue Jays again. Now, both those teams are better than we thought in the beginning of the year, but the Yankees should beat both of those teams. Um, they're done. They should, I'm just saying they should, right? To your point, they should. They're done playing the Rays. I think they've got one more series against Boston, who's garbage. So they've got teams that are beatable to get them back up towards the top of the AL East. But, you know, you got to get momentum. It's just that simple. We're against the clock, so I'm I'm gonna leave I'm gonna leave on this. Uh teams in the American League that are out of it. Boston, Texas, Kansas City, Los Angeles, Savannah. Okay, those teams are done. Seattle is two and a half games behind the Yankees in the eighth seed. Detroit is two games behind the Yankees for the eighth seed. Those teams are trash. Baltimore is a game and a half behind the Yankees for the eighth seed. And that's, I don't mean to bash on as Joe's licking his chops in the, in behind the glass there. Like no, they're trash. I, I was just, that, yeah. that is just an area. If the Yanks don't make the playoffs, heads are going to roll. Boone does not survive this season. And I've said it now. I don't think unless they win a world series, Aaron Boone is Aaron Boone is the victim of this. Unless they win a world series. Yeah. No. At least to the ALCS. There's no way. All right. Boone's not getting fired no matter what for this year. No matter what. All right. All right. We'll see how that goes. That's your Yankee update, and we'll continue watching uh, the American League as things are getting kind of interesting with Tampa Bay up top, Chicago White Sox right behind Oakland, stopped off a little bit. We'll keep you updated on that. When we come back, fair or foul, but first there's Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my That's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Uh, this is Fair or Foul. We do it every single week at the bottom of the 8 o'clock hour. And without further ado, the hardest working man at 1080 The Fan, not named Mike Lynch, or I'll just stick with Mike Lynch. I think we piled on him enough today, so we'll give him the credit today. But the second hardest working man at 1080 The Fan, Mr. Joseph Fisher the third. Uh, and just a quick update real quick. Ooh, I love quick about updates the, real quick. About the NBA playoffs. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the NBA is investigating Daniel House of the Houston Rockets. The Rockets' uh, forward's uh, status might be in question as the league probes potential violation of bubble protocol. Uh, uh, I read that he didn't play last game and they just said DNP. Mm. And he's not playing tomorrow. Interesting. Do you think it's the ladies? 
Those lemon, those lemon pepper wings, man, they'll do it to you. Oh, man, I want those wings so bad. I'm with Charles Barkley. Like, I'm ready to drive to Atlanta tomorrow <laughs> just to have those wings. Okay, so let's get this started, shall we? pretty good. Um, uh, there's some guys uh, that are always top of the leaderboard in OPS and OPB and the ISO. ISO. Yes. Uh, you know, Mike Trout is a familiar name up there. Fernando Tatis Woo! taking the league by storm. You know, he was good. His son's a little bit better, though. Junior. Sorry, that was a bad joke. Okay. <laughs> it's better than Red Dead, whatever the hell Mike said. <laughs> Touche. Um, but fair or foul. Is Nelson Cruz leading the MLB in OPS at the age of old? At the age of old. I mean, I believe he is 43. 42. 42. Okay. Might be 40. Maybe he's 52. All right. I mean, if Levon Hernandez is 10 years younger than El Duque. He is 40. He is 40. Just turned 40 in July. He's 47. Um. (laughs) Is he leading the whole MLB or just the AL? The entire MLB in OPS. In OPS. Is he, though? The old man's still hitting bombs. He is. Minnesota's actually fallen off quite a bit. They're actually third in the Central, despite a lot of people picking them to win it, just because nobody has faith in Cleveland's offense and the White Sox are still young. Um, But he has been the one shining bright of that. You know what? I'm going to go out on a lynch. Ooh, did you like that? <clears throat> I'm going to go out on a limb. I was going to say, is this something that I do <clears throat> often? No. I'm going to go out on a limb. I just happen to say you because I love you and I think you're fantastic. And you're pretty, too. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and give the boomstick a little bit of love. I'm going to say fair that he is leading the OPS. I'm going to just go on the other side here just for some inter- interesting S's and G's. I know that he was for a while, but I think Cruz got cold for a couple of weeks in the middle, and I wonder if that means he dropped to, like, second or third behind, like, a Tatis or something. It is fair. Leading the league in OPS with a 1.117. Next is Mike Trout, Freddie Freeman, Fernando Tatis. But, yeah, old man Nelson Cruz. Don't sleep on Freddie Freeman. You just hear he's number three. Yeah, that guy is having an MVP season, survivor. And, and no one is going to give him the credit for it because it's going to go to Tatis Jr. But Freddie Freeman is a straight baller. All right, like uh, he he is Joey Votto on steroids, but not really on steroids. But you know what I mean. I mean, I think you could just say he's Joey Votto. I think Joey Votto, when in his prime, was as good as Freeman is now. I think Freeman's better than him. On just to our next opinion. one, um, eight teams per. Oh, hey, look, it's Cesar Hernandez's brother. Uh, per league that will make the playoffs. Every team that is in a playoff spot now, so basically if the playoffs ended today, the teams that are in it now will mm-hmm. be in the playoffs at the end of the season. So as you mentioned, like the Angels, Orioles, Tigers, Mariners are I've on seen the, the outside. American league. I didn't look at the National League, and I'm off the page. So I got it, I got it. It's <clears> basically <throat> the Mets are the only team on the outside, and then after that it falls off to the okay. Nationals. So. It would be right now the playoffs in the National League would be Dodgers, Cubs, Braves, Phillies, Cardinals, Padres, Giants, and Marlins. Oh, you do have the Rockies, the Brewers as well? Rockies, Brewers, Mets, Cincinnati are close-ish. Yes. I would say the Nationals, Arizona, and Pittsburgh are done. Sorry, did we ruin your fair foul? No, he's asking, will all eight teams that are currently in it make it? So do you think, like, the Rockies or the Brewers or the Mets or the Reds will make it? I'm going to go ahead and say foul. 
because there's enough teams on the bottom that are close enough that I could see some shifting happening, especially in the National League. I mean, the Marlins are in it right now because they've played less games. They're 19 and 19. Um, this is true. So I think I could see some moving around there. The Cardinals are in second because they're 18 and 17. And they're going to make up almost all of their games, both of those teams with a lot of double headers. So I think that could hurt them, even though they're seven inning games. So I'll say, uh, I'll say foul. We'll see some change before the end. Um, so how about the Giants currently <clears throat> in the playoffs? Giants. Yeah, they're terrible. Their roster is such trash. They're above 500. Um, Justin Smoke just got signed to the Giants, by the way. People are trying to tell me that Johnny Cueto's having a great season and he pitches three great innings and then gets lit in the fourth. And they're like, Johnny Cueto pitching well this year. I remember when he was on the Reds and good. I remember when he was on Kansas City and won a World Series. I remember when he got a fight in a fight on Can- on Cincinnati. Uh, you know what? I actually, <clears throat> I probably agree with Mike and say foul. The although, Orioles will sneak in there. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah. Although I really lean towards fair. I think the American League is pretty set. Except the Orioles sneaking in there. Yeah. <laughs> Unless uh, the yeah, Yanks really fall off or maybe Toronto falls off. What if the Yanks just turn it back on again? Then, then the American League is set. How about this, though? Every uh, AL team that is in that one through eight has a pot of positive run differential. Oh, really? Yes. You are correct. And the number nine team is at zero. You yes. guys don't have a run differential. Hey, I'll take it. That's better uh, than whatever negative <laughs> nonsense there was last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, the only reason I'm going to say foul is Checking. I don't believe in Miami. And, but I don't believe in Milwaukee or the Mets. I do think Colorado could sneak in. Baltimore was negative 252 run differential last My year. My God. <laughs> Not the worst, though. They're at zero, Joe. Like, being negative 100 <laughs> is an upgrade. They are second worst, but the worst team was 80 runs worse than they were. The the Tigres? The Tigres. Minus 333. Jesus. <laughs> Fair or foul, worst run differential in baseball. Don't look at your computers. Well, I so I have to guess who? Yeah. Um Mariners. Texas Rangers. It is the Texas Rangers. They Mariners Mariners are only minus thirty four. Texas is minus sixty six. Yikes. With Boston right behind them at minus sixty five. Texas is uh <clears throat> Texas is quite bad. Okay. We will get to uh one last one here. Patrick's favorite pitcher that he likes to slurp up. I am so excited to slurp up my favorite pitcher in baseball. Shane Bieber. Taiwan Walker. No. <laughs> uh, Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom. Fair or foul has walked less than 10 batters this season. Hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say... So that, that, could be ten, that could be 10 or less. I'm going to go ahead and say this is a trick question. He's walked 11. Has he? I don't know. <laughs> that's where you're living, that's Mike? What, that's where I'm living. <clears throat> uh, Joe does one of these trick questions every single week, and this is the one right here. Phrase the question again, please. Jacob deGrom has walked 10 batters or less this season so far. I'm going to go with fair. I believe Jacob deGrom. I believe the only person, the only starter that would qualify for this that has walked less people is Shane Bieber. I'd have to check, but Mike's right. 11 batters <laughs> he has walked. I'm on, I'm on to you, Joe. It is foul. Yes, you're catching on to my tricky ways. I had one more. It was about Justin Timberlake joining the the owner group, trying to bring <clears> a team to Nashville. So, oh uh, yeah, dude. 
I know. Patrick yeah, I don't care whatever the that. Eastern side. Plays. I mean, I'm super pumped about it, but it's like, don't step on my, don't step on my Portland Mavericks. Well, well it's an Eastern Eastern time zone. My team. question was going to be fair or foul. If Portland can't have an MLB team, then Justin Timberlake can. Fair. Fair. Shane Bieber has 14 walks, so I was wrong. Although, what has Timberlake done with the Grizzlies, huh? Uh, ja Morant. Did he do that? Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He's just a part owner, isn't he? He did. He's just like a partial owner. Yeah, like LeBron is a partial owner of Liverpool. Right. Same sort of thing. All right, that's fair or foul. Thank you, Joe, for that. That was a good one. I enjoyed that. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. This is the Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. We're watching this guy pitch for the Dodgers. I don't know his name. I can't see the back. I think it's Bruce Dar Gretterall. You just made that up. Bless you. Look at it. Oh, he fell. He probably's on the DL for the next 60 days. So he has the most like old man softball. Pitching stance and throw, wind up. But uh, he throws 100 miles an hour. He looks like he's barely trying, and then the ball is just like, ha! I mean, I saw it. It said a hundo. Well, you're just going to watch him fall, so you're not really going to get the oh, right, 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 right. indication of it. Um, you know what we didn't get to today? What's that? Joe West pulling one of the most Joe West moments ever and tossing out the Nationals general manager when he was in, like, the upper deck outfield suite, not wearing a mask. And he had the Atlanta uh, manager and staff call security on him. I think that's because we don't like to give Joe West any time on this program because he's an idiot. And still. Who's Joe West? <laughs> Damn it. Nice. He threw out a dude in the upper deck of right field. Yes. For not wearing a mask. No, he threw him out because he was chirping at him. From right field? Well, it was the, yeah, it was like. Hey, man, you suck! <laughs> Nobody's in the stands. <laughs> I don't know, man. I got a pretty loud voice. I don't know if I'm coming from upper deck to Joe West. Yes, you could. You think so? In an empty stadium? Absolutely. Is an airplane flying by? Have you heard your voice? No, I just say it. It's loud. Okay. You can yell. All right. Fair or foul? I don't like to give Joe West any love because he's an idiot. Joe, here's an extra. Also a terrible umpire. Here's an extra fair or foul. Dead Billy Martin has a better shot at winning his second World Series before Aaron Boone wins his first. I'd say fair. I'm with fair on that one, Sounds too. about right. Shouldn't have fired Joe Girardi. Just saying. No, I think we should have. Shouldn't have hired Aaron Boone. No, I think we should have. Should have gone with Alex Cora. No. <laughs> Might have a World Series. <laughs> All right, calm down. <laughs> calm down there, Patrick. That still makes me throw up a little bit in my mouth. Corey the fact Seager. that they won a World Series like three years ago. <laughs> Corey Seager is really good. Corey Seager is super good. Okay, just hit himself in the shin. He did. You know, did you see when uh, – this is probably a couple weeks ago, but we didn't talk about it on the show, that Corey Seager and Kyle Seager, in the first time they ever played each other in a Major League Baseball game, they both went home run. I did see that, yeah. And they both got to round the bases and pass each other. I don't think we talked about it. But... We didn't talk about it. I just thought that was kind of a cool moment, you know. And Kyle Seager is also now third most games played by a Mariner. Second most games played by a Mariner. All time? All time. What? Kyle Seager's been How long played. has he been there for? He, he's been there for like 10 years and plays 162. Really? Yeah. 10 years already? 
I'll look it. I'll look it up right now. You I mean, stall. No, I mean you're probably right, but I just I feel like I, in my head he's been there for five years. I right, mean. right. Kyle Seager debuted for the Mariners in 2011. He has played. Up. He has played. He has played ten seasons, uh, thirteen hundred and three games. Maybe that's what I saw. That he's like the fourth Mariner ever to play thirteen hundred games. I'm sorry, Joe. The Braves only scored twenty nine runs. I saw. You will still be on the back mm-hmm. end of a thirty to three loss to the Texas Rangers. Hey, you know what? At least Ryan Mountcastle uh, Mount is uh, swinging the rake. He looks really good. I'm enjoying that. I never heard of him before, and he came up and just destroyed the Yankees last series. He yes. just kept getting on base. So uh, once we get Adley up, uh, is he like? Was he supposed first. to be one of your top prospects? Yeah, Mountcastle. Th- yeah, I think he was num number one or two. I mean, Mountcastle. Yeah, that's a great last name. I know. That's like a soccer last name. It's That's like much, an English Premier League last name, like Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> Real much, person, it, by the it's way. It's much better when he actually plays well, you know. Mountcastle. Yes. I bet you he's English. Bet like, you. Like Santander, the banking company. Whoa. I never put that two, two and two together. There was, yeah. Because, like, like, isn't uh, the Spanish League Liga Santander? There like, was, that's the name. That's the sponsor of their league. There was a game... Last the year starts on Saturday, or the year before for the Orioles and Let's Santander go, was playing left field. Did you set your fantasy. Team? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Santander <laughs> was playing left field and there was like a group too. of uh, British folks that were at the game. And literally whenever he did anything, catch a routine pop. Fly, oh, I remember this. Yeah. They like erupted in cheers. And even he was like, what the hell? But Isn't it because like he waved at them when he went out there or something? No, I think it's just a, Santander is like a British bank. And so they recognize <laughs> the name and they're like, hey, let's root for that guy. Sorry, we went to an Orioles game, guys, but here you go. <laughs> Cheap tickets. Yeah, you know this guy. It was a short flight across the po- not across the pond, across the ocean. Kyle Seeger is fifth all-time in Mariners game played behind, in this order, Jay Buhner at 1,400, Griffey at 1,600, Ichiro at 1,800, and Edgar's got it at 2,055 games. Nice. Also, you guys are talking about soccer. RIP Sebastian Blanco. Yep, he he's not dead, die. but he's out for the year. <laughs> I didn't see the injury. What what happened? <clears throat> uh, he had a slight contact on the knee, but it buckled. So he tore his ACL? Yep. Oh, yep. It was one of those, because I didn't watch the game. I was at work, and I go, what happened? They were like, Blanco went down, and he was grabbing his knee, and he was crying. And I was like, okay, back up. Did he get hit? Was it contact? What? Because he's kind of a little B, so I was just curious, you know, like how it went down. I think crying is a little different. Yeah, I was going like, say, going and, down and, and said, crying on the field, uh, and they like said five like, times a soccer game. They said, like, someone kind of bumped his leg, but then he pivoted and then went down, and I was like, oh, God, that's an ACL. It is, it is. So the best player in the, in, uh, the MLS right now, uh, you heard it here, and I honestly believe that, not as a Timbers homer, Eric is... Winston. Is down uh, for the rest of the season. So, did you see Eric Williamson? Speedy recovery, Sebastian. Highlights from last game. He looked great. Yeah, he is great. He looked great last game. Yeah, he's great. Like he's just on. Yeah, I'm pumped. Good. Now e- you can actually play Felipe Mora because he's really good, and you weren't playing him. EPL starts on Saturday. Let's get to the big boy league. Southampton. I I have Peacock. I can watch all the games. I can actually watch my team play. And I have James Ward Prowse and Danny Ings. Ooh, look at you. We'll have to share teams before we go. Ooh, I like that. All right. Uh, For Mike Lynch, Joe Fish behind the glass. Beers on Us drops tomorrow. Get that wherever you get your podcast. That'll drop around 4 p.m. Download this on the Les Schwab Tires podcast wherever you get yours, including 10 the fan and radio.com. For us, we'll be back next week. Go do something I would do. Like Fantasy PL.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.